Dude, I could be a freaking beatboxer. Having a little bit of a ramen noodle soup right now. Oh boy, oh boy, do I love ramen noodle soup. I already actually ate the noodles and now I'm just, then I transferred the the soup water into a coffee cup. Gonna be sipping on that all show long, YFTers. Sorry for being awesome. Uh, everyone doing good? Great. I'm a little sore. I just did. I did. I did back and chest yesterday. <laughs> no big deal. Um, now I'm sore because I've never actually worked out my upper body in my entire life. And why do people do that? What's the point? You know, seems dumb. Let's call the brand. Time to call her up now. It is time. Shut your mouth. Hello. The lighting is crazy this time of day. Oh, yeah? I had to, like, shut all the shutters. Uh, give me a check real quick. Uh, Give me a check real quick. I check one, two. My mom said my mic is uh quiet. It is. Do you feel that? Uh, well, I don't know what to do about that. It's just, you know, it is what know. it is. I think. I we, should, we should get you a good mic. Like a what? I don't know, like a road. Those sound expensive. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a write-off. <clears throat> uh, write-offs are a freaking joke. They are, but. Don't you think? I think they're BS. Yeah, I don't know. I said my business manager, I'm like, hey, this is a write-off. And they're like, okay. It doesn't really matter. I think this is going to make me sound stupid probably, but, you know, honestly, it has more to do with our failed public school system not educating us on the things that actually help us in life than it does me being stupid probably because I was a straight-A student, um, AP course taking, uh, honor roll, you know, all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't – I guess I took economics in in senior year, but I just – they didn't talk about taxes, you know? No. And I think they should. Um, but for some reason, I, when I was much younger, I always thought a tax write-off meant that basically like, let's say, you know, you spend $96 on a microphone, another yeah. more than that, but let's just say. To me, I assumed like, all right, if I owe the government five grand, that $96 gets subtracted from what I owe the government and it's a write-off. Like, that, that's kind of what I thought. Is that not, what, not it is? what it is? No. How much no. do you get off of it? Tax write-offs get subtracted from your income total. So all it really does mm. is, and unless you have enough write-offs to get you down to the to the tax bracket below you, they're kind of pointless. Got it. Because got they it. you get taxed based on your tax bracket. So unless I have so many write-offs, it can bump me down to the lower tax bracket. I'm still paying the same percentage of taxes. It's a complete joke. Well, I don't know if all, I'm not sure if any of that was true or <laughs> all of it. I think it is. We need to get a tax expert on here and tell me. But I'm pretty sure it is because, you know, people love to be like, take you out to an expensive dinner and they pay and they're like, ah, yeah, tax write off. It's like it's a free yeah. dinner. I would have spent this money anyway. That's not how it works. I think it is kind of how it works, but I don't know. It's not. It's totally different. You can't. It's not dime for dime. Like you're not getting dime for dime. You're what you're writing off. Like what's free money. It's not like that. Yeah. But why do I know? What do you know? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you know. Um, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. What's going Chilling. on? I feel like you've been hard to nail down today. And really? I feel like you've been busy. Yeah. Well, last night I texted you because I was trying to watch Paradise and you were at a basketball game. So you said, yes. but you didn't say that for a whole hour. Well, and by the time was- you texted me, I was 
falling asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I realized that was on me. Um, I did. I went to go see your Denver Nuggets. Will they play L.A.? They play the Clip Show. Oh, the Clippers. Why does L.A. get two teams? It seems unfair. I have no idea. And to be honest, they don't need I don't really two. understand that. Yeah. They don't need two teams. No. And, like, not a lot of people. We like, could use a team. Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'd love to go. Basketball. But Nashville's got a lot. They've got a football team. They've got a hockey team. Now they've got they a soccer team. Hockey team, some uh, soccer team. I've never been to a soccer game. I want to go. I, I heard it's fun. I don't care about soccer. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't care about basketball. I still went. Oh, I do. I love basketball. You Are just, the Nugs still good this year? They're supposed to be number one, but I don't know. If I don't care about a sport, I don't know about it at all. Case in point, basketball. I don't know anything. I mean, I what knew. What do you know about soccer? I knew. I knew a lot about soccer because I used to play soccer and I like soccer. Like what? What's the name of the Nashville soccer team? You don't even know. I don't know. That's very. What is it? What I is don't know it? either. The Nashville <laughs> Football Club. I don't know. Let's look it up. How come LA gets a cool name like Galaxy? Nashville SC. So it's Nashville Soccer Club. What did, did I say? What did I say? LA Football Galaxy? Club. Yeah, I mean that's pretty close. But yeah, but like I, I I don't like baseball, so like I don't care. No. Like we, we go to baseball games. I'm like, eh, I don't care. Same. So, anyways, yeah, I went to a basketball game last night. I saw James Harden. He plays Where'd there. Where'd you sit? That's the important question. In a box, in the ABC oh, box with all the other executives. Got it. You know, I'm sitting there being like, "This is that's great." The least fun place to sit for basketball, just so you know. Yeah, I. Well, I mean, we have little finger foods, but. Yeah. I don't really love going to sporting events where you sit. Okay. I get too antsy. I'm too ADD. I'm bored. I'm like, what are we doing? It's like baseball's the worst because it's so long. You're just sitting there and it's just like, oh, the wave's coming around. I guess that's the excitement for the day. Or like, oh, I have to go get a beer, I guess. But there's nothing going on. That's why I like going to golf tournaments. And hear me out. Golf tournaments are fun because you get a beer and you walk around for like two hours. And you just go walk around, you drink, you smoke a cigar maybe. You go into like the little like VIP tents or like the, well not VIP, just regular tents and like they have like a whiskey tasting and you're like, no, oh, this is great. I'm not fucking like sitting there being like rah-rah team. I love college football, but I don't like actually going to the football games. I like going to the tailgate. I like hanging out in the Grove at Ole Miss and playing cornhole and grazing around the, the spreads of food. I don't want to go in the game. I got to sit there and fucking like a schlep. No, let's stay outside and walk around. I like to be moving and grooving and dipping and diving and vibing and wobbing. So I like those type of sporting events. Interesting. Yeah. Your favorite sport is basketball. Yeah, it is. And I got, I got to say though, F1, it's, it's up there. It's like right below basketball. I really do. I love F1. Like I, when I, I don't sit down and watch the races often, but mm. when I do, like, I love watching them. I think it's very fun. It's very just cool zzzm, zzzm, zzzm. Yeah. No. There's a lot of strategy in it, though. Yeah, but where you're sitting, you can't see dick. It's just... Where, where, where I'm sitting. <laughs> I watch it on TV. Oh, yeah, I'm saying if you go to it. I like hearing it. the commentators. Cool, cool, cool. But if you go to it... Oh, yeah. You're just well, like... Any, oh. any sporting events kind of like that. Where, like, I agree. Once you get so used to watching something on TV or someone's narrating it yeah. for you. Like basketball games are so quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's I, I always like get there and I, I, I guess I just expect to hear people narrating because that's how it is on TV. And I'm always like, like so shocked at how quiet it is. I mean, obviously people are cheering and stuff, but while they're playing, it's usually like pretty quiet. I'll say this. Tennis does a good thing. I don't know if you've ever seen it, if you've ever watched like Wimbledon or the U.S. Open. And you'll see like everyone has like this like kind of like one headset on like one ear. Oh, where they can listen. And so they can listen into the announcers and stuff. I like that. I think that's a genius idea. Same. Well, I think if I could do that at football games, it would change it for me. I agree, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. We just fixed sport. We did. <laughs> Same thing hockey. Like, I like hockey games, but I think if somebody was in my ear, like, narrating it. Yeah. Announcing it, I, it would change it. It would make it more exciting for me. You know what one of my favorite things is? Ramen noodles, baby. I love broth. Big broth guy over here. I don't like the word. I love the word broth. What about no. mm -mm. bone broth? Bone, that's such a great alliteration with it. It's gross. I love bone broth. My toxic trait is that mm. when I'm hungry, yeah. I just make coffee instead and drink coffee and don't eat. I haven't had coffee in like three months. Oh, it's all I've had today, really. Gross. Love it. This is like <laughs> 17 shits. No, just my regular like two, you know. By the way, I don't know if you've been focusing before we like get into bachelor stuff. I don't know if you've been focusing on like the weirdness that is going on between there's like an ex-producer named Alana and Blake Hortzman. Oh, no, I don't know any of this. Oh, my God. What is it? Tell me. Tell me the tea. So this this ex-producer for The Bachelor, she has a podcast and she went on the podcast saying that Blake Hortzman is still on Raya, even though... You know, he's no, he's da dating. Um, what's her name again? G Giovanni, G, G, yeah, G, 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 Gianina. Gianina. They're not only dating, they're they got pregnant. I know. So, she, I guess she said this on the podcast because her friend like saw him on Raya, and then Blake had to respond with, like, I got a new phone, and when I downloaded the phone, when I downloaded all the apps, the Raya came back and it activated my account, and uh, we deleted it. I didn't delete it, like, immediately. I can't believe I'm having to say this on my socials, but it's true. And it was like, oh, okay. okay. And then that now everyone's have, going after Alana for being kind of crazy, and, like, the Reddit threads are going nuts, and, like, Alana's claiming that a bunch of, like, Blake's followers are, like, attacking her, and it is just so fucking bonkers, man. Wow. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say about Raya. As someone that has been on Raya before, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure... We get it. You're famous. That when you there, okay, so there's these there's options with the Raya membership. Like mm -hmm. I haven't been on Raya in a very long time. Probably I think all year. I think in January I was like I'm done with this shit. They give you options to where you can either like snooze your membership or something. Like don't pay for it, but you're but like I think you're. I'm under the impression your profile still exists or you can like totally wipe it and delete it entirely. But they say, if you do that and you want to get back on, you have to go through the whole approval price process all over again. So it's just much easier. I've done this several times where I've just like cut the membership, but like let the profile live, I guess, because I don't want to, if I ever want it back on, I don't want to go through that all again. I just don't want to pay for it. And so what happens is like, I can be off Raya for years and when I log back in and reactivate my membership, I have all these messages from people, which means my profile has been on there. I just haven't been, right? So I think even when you're not paying for Raya anymore, people still see your profile and can still mm. message you. All right. Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. I think if you snooze you know? it, if you snooze it, it's you can't be woken up. 
if you're snoozing. Yeah, like because it's, it causes this exact issue. Like if I start dating somebody and don't wipe the whole thing, like like I didn't wipe the whole thing, and that was in January. So like if I started dating somebody now, I wouldn't I wouldn't even have thought about it unless we had this conversation. Like oh my Raya profile is still out there. I just wouldn't even you know what I mean. I just think that probably I okay. can see how that could have been the issue here. Okay, so then we can. We can we can side on the on the on on the error of Raya for Blake. Yeah, I think so. Okay, there's like an Us Weekly article about it. You gotta go. It's it's insane. Well, Us Weekly needs to pick up this sound bit because. Yeah. Facts. Facts, bitches. We think we don't know. That could not also not be true. I do know. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, but I I'm just telling you from my <laughs> own experience. Yeah. I don't know if Blake's been on it or not, but I do know that you can delete it from your phone, take it off your phone, stop paying for the membership, and your profile will still be on there for people to see. Yeah. All right. Should we start the show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Me or you? I have no idea. I think I did it last because I was in LA. Okay. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible Weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. And right now, Base is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Okay, we have Bachelor in Paradise, Episode 9, a shorty, McShorterson. I was thinking that, too, because I was painting, actually, while watching the episode. That's maybe why I was MIA today. I've been painting. Wait, can I see some of these pieces of artwork, Michelangelo? No, no, like walls. Like walls and doors Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Painting is not my strong suit. It takes me freaking forever. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, it was really nice to be able to like watch Bachelor in Paradise while I painted the closet doors upstairs. Yeah. But I was thinking it was a rather short episode. I was also thinking that I feel like last time we chatted about Bachelor in Paradise before Thanksgiving, we were talking about how you you were saying very recently like, oh, we're only at the halfway point, but now it's now it's only one episode left and it's over. Yeah. I think that that was two episodes ago. So then I would say that would be one, two, three, four. There's 10 episodes. So I was kind of close. The reason why this one's short is because they're doing a two-hour special for Golden Bachelor. Oh. Which, by the way, so this is going to come out afterwards. And Sarah and I are so bummed. We're, we have to get on a plane on Thursday. So we had to get on a plane yesterday. And that means we couldn't watch Golden Bachelor finale because it's a live taping. 
Ah, are you that invested in it? I am so invested. Dude, here's what's going to happen. So this has already happened. So you guys are already going to know. I don't You're know. You're running for me? I honestly, 100% do not know what happens. Okay. I swear on my, I swear on my life. Okay. I think that he's going to choose Leslie, mm -hmm. but I want him to choose Teresa. Teresa, I think, will be good to him for the rest of his days. Whereas mm -hmm. Leslie, I don't know. You're going after the young thing. I, I just, I just, you know, and that's how I feel. How do you feel? Interesting. I'm, it's not that I dislike either of these women. I just liked Faith more. Okay, she's gone. So I'm still, I don't care. I'm still torn up about it, okay? Still torn up about it. I know. I can't believe he, he told them both, like, you're the one. It's like, you can't say that, you dude. What are you doing? I don't know. That is crazy. All right, so let's talk BIP. Yes? BIP. Okay, so if you want to skip the Bachelor in Paradise recap, skip forward to like minute 32, 33. Okay, so it opens up with Blake and Jess breaking up. Would love to say I'm shocked, but I'm not. Yeah, listen, it is what it is. I feel like it was. it's like a Band-Aid. Like, you just kind of, kind of rip it off, you know? Like, we knew it was coming. I think the Katie of it all didn't help on both sides because I think that seeing Katie for Blake reminded Blake how fast he got super hard feelings for somebody in such a short period of time and that wasn't happening with Jess. Mm -hmm. um, I do think, though, that Jess isn't completely not, un not to blame here because I do feel like she just wasn't reciprocating in the way that he wanted the feelings reciprocated. Yeah, for sure. Is that the subcontext is, hey, it doesn't seem like you're into me, so I'm not sure if I want to yeah, be into this. exactly. Okay. Yeah, and you know, then once he makes that decision to leave, uh, she gets so emotional and says like, I think she says at some point, you know, like, I, I want to tell him, you know, to stay and like, I do feel that way and like, whatever. But I, I think deep down she knows that she doesn't, Yeah. you know, and... She also said something of like, it's really hard for me to end something once I'm in it. Yeah. And I think it's that feeling of like, it's hard to end a relationship and kind of feel like you failed, you mm. know? And she does say like, Blake was so, so um, intentional. Blake was so in, he was, full, he was a hundred percent in and then I wasn't and like whatever. And I think she kind of knows like it's on her a little bit that it didn't work. But at the end of the day, if the feelings aren't there, they're not there and you can put all in all the time and work you want and you can't make feelings just happen. So I think, she, I think it was the right decision to end the relationship. Yeah. I wonder if a little bit of it was, this is the first time she's actually dated like a man, like a grown up. Yeah. I mean, she is so young. So mm -hmm. you gotta be thinking that she's probably dating probably in that pool and you are dating a lot of like, kind of like fuck boys that don't have their shit together or whatnot. And I don't know who she has been dating, but that's got to be a little bit of a shell shock thing for someone who's relatively young to be like, oh, this guy's got like a mortgage and like, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, I wonder if it's like, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. Like, I'm not sure if I'm ready for something this yeah. adult. I don't know. Here's the weird thing, though. And I don't know if you picked up on this or not, but Blake decides to leave, which I think is good. Mm -hmm. And then Kylie runs after him. And, like, stops him and, like, pulls him out of the car and is like, I don't want you to go. And was that weird to you? It was a little weird for me, yeah. Yeah. And especially because uh, on, t on screen, we haven't seen them interact much. Like, you yeah. maybe know if they're close friends because you were there. But as a viewer, I, don't, I haven't really seen much of them even talking to each other as friends. 
I was very confused by that whole thing. Like it was like the last episode that Kylie and Avon were talking about baby names. And then all of a sudden yeah. Blake leaves and she just runs after him. And it's like, hold on. Did you want him to stay for you? Like that's kind of what I felt when I saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was weird. It was very, very odd. And no one said anything about it when she got back. Yeah. If I was Avon, I'd been like, right? what the fuck was yeah. that? What? Are we not having a baby named Heaven and Navy? Um, Navy's cute. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was just bonkers. Yeah, it was. Very out of left, left field. Yeah. So then Mercedes takes Tyler for a chat. Mm-hmm. You know, Tyler effectively says there's no spark, and that makes Mercedes kind of unravel, and she's like, what are you doing? You're wasting my time. True. I kind of can see both sides of this one, if I'm being honest. I okay. do think that Tyler's probably protecting his heart a little bit after what happened last year with Brittany. Like, he went full all Fair. in and, like, kind of got mm -hmm. burned, and I'm sure he's just like, eh, I'm not sure if I'm ready to go, like, harden the pain on this. And I also understand what Mercedes is saying is, like, you've wasted a lot of my time, and you find out how much time he wasted of her when Jordan pulls her. I tell people a lot at the bar, I'm like, you just don't want to have regrets here. Like, if you want to have a conversation with someone, go fucking tell them. Like, go talk to them. Tell them how you feel. Like, it, yeah. you might, it might drop a bomb, and it might get you in trouble, but... No one can really be angry at you for being honest. And you can tell. So like they obviously were vibing each other from afar, but not really doing anything. And now it's like the opportunity. And it's like, well, fuck, dude, you were wasting, mm -hmm. you were wasting my time. Here's the thing about Tyler that makes me err more on Mercedes side of this is the make out with Jess. Yeah, which was never brought up for some reason. I know. So it just, that seemed a little skeezy to me. And that's the only reason why I'm like, is she right about him not being there for the right reasons? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So then anyway. Tyler decides to leave because he's like, I've got no, I've got nothing here. And it's a fucking bloodbath, man. It is a mass exodus. Mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but I, I did see this coming. When you asked me yeah. a couple weeks ago who I thought was going to make it to the end, I was like, I don't I'm not very hopeful for very many of these couples. Yeah. Olivia and Mike are cute. They're playing basketball. Love it. So um, cute. Yeah, like that. That's a weird, like, cute thing, even though she didn't know his name the day Love before. That. You know, names don't matter. Yeah. Really? So then Rachel and Jordan seem good, kind of, and mm. Tanner seems I fucked. Don't buy it. But then Jordan pulls Mercedes. <laughs> and it's like, whoa. <laughs> but hold on. I thought, like, Rachel and you were good, Jordan. Like, what are we doing here? But. It was like, oh, I finally have an opportunity to talk to the girl that I've been wanting to talk to, but I couldn't because bro code and Tyler's my buddy or whatever. And then I just feel bad for Rachel. It's been a season of me feeling bad for Rachel, and I don't want that. I know. I think the one I was the most hopeful for with her was Brayden, and he fucked it up. He did. And he at least, so when he does leave the show, he at least says it. Like, mm -hmm. he's... I know. At least mature enough to realize that he screwed up. I don't know. So once Blake leaves, like Jess is just like free reign. So then Braden pulls Jess and is like, anything? No? Okay. And then Taylor, of whom we don't really see very much of, this poor fucking schmuck, dude. I feel so bad for this guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had, I had to, you know, write like a recap 
E! News or whatnot. And I was like, uh-huh. this poor guy, can we please like get the queer eye guys, do a whole glow up and mm. let him be the bachelor. I think we owe that to him. This poor fucking kid. I don't kid. know if we need to go that far. I, I don't know. I know, but we'll get we'll get to that whole like the most awkward thing that happens all season later. But like, I just feel for him. So he finally pulls Jess. He's got an opportunity. Look, this chick's now free because well, Blake left, and then fucking Tanner, who's been around Jess this entire season, is like, eh, no, eh, and eh. Jess has always had an interest in Tanner. I know, but if I were Jess, I would be upset that it's taken him this long. To give me the time of day. And yeah. I'd be like, mm, thank you next. Yeah, I think that's fair. But love is a two-way street. That's true. But she, in the very, 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 very beginning, when Tanner walked down the steps, I think she said to him, like, you are on my list. Or I hate that freaking phrase of the list. But I think she said that to him and, like, definitely made her interest known. And he picked Kat. He was on everyone's list, so. if I remember yeah. correctly. Mm-hmm. So Tanner is all in on Jess now. I don't even remember. Who was he with before this? Well, he, he had the hot second situation with Rachel. Oh, he was with Rachel. And then, wait, first it was Kat, then it was Davia, then it was, he's been around the phrase. He lot. has been uh, making the round. pick over Davia that was such a curveball? Olivia? Did he save Olivia? No, Braden saved Olivia. I have no clue. Anyway, he's been around the freaking block. That's all I know. Should have st- stuck with Davia. I mean, she's got two different mm-hmm. colored eyes, you know? I know. He's obsessed <laughs> with that. It's like the only thing you can see. Uh, uh, your eyes are different colors. So then we get to the rose ceremony and whatever. It kind of goes the way that we think it's going to go. Poor fucking Taylor thinks that Jess says but like, Taylor, not Tanner. That? It was clearly Tanner. I, I know. <sighs> and like it couldn't have happened Cringe. so. I mean, fucking amazing that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Not for Jess. Poor I Jess. I know. And Jess, Jess is such an awkward turtle, always. And that happens. She's like, oh, no. Uh, uh. And it would have been so funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I would have done. I yeah. would have panicked. Like, there's a world in which Jess would have been like, uh, yeah, yeah, here, just take the rose. I don't know what to do. Fuck. Fuck that. Yeah. I felt so bad for that guy. He didn't even get, like, an exit interview, I don't think. Like. Oh, no. He gets to yeah, the beach. The guy that he goes with gets the date card, not him. His intro package is him opening up a date card and sand coming out. He finally has a conversation with a girl, and Tanner fucking swoops in after like three minutes. He's like, "I just we just sat down. Like, I don't want, we're in the middle of it." And he's like, "Nope, sorry, bucko." And then this <laughs> happens at the rose ceremony, a calamity of errors. Oh, makes me feel so bad. And then. Finally, Rachel does what she probably should have done a while ago, and that is realize. Well, here's a weird thing. They have Mercedes go first. So Mercedes gives the rose to Jordan. And then it's like, well, who do I give this rose to? If if Rachel had gone first, do you yeah. think Jordan would have said no to her rose? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, the the part of me that loves, like, the drama of reality TV kind of wishes that happened. Just to, like, know Mm -hmm. what, just, like, know. I know. But I'm glad that she got to go out on her own terms. I Mm -hmm. wish that she had done it sooner. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that I hate the most about this season was, 
It was the second time we've had a lead come on. That's really exposing yourself and putting yourself out there. And you never know if it's going to work. Like it didn't work for Becca, but then it did. And it really didn't work for Rachel. And I've been saying this this entire season. I just hated it. That it was also the season where every fucking other bachelorette came in for a cameo and then left. I know. I would have been like, that's the thing, like going forward, if we keep doing the show, you know, it would be like, if I'm a lead, I'm be like, okay, the one thing in my contract, no other fucking leads come in, no matter what. I'm the old lead. All right. Uh, yeah, I agree. Don't, would they ever agree to that? I don't know. I don't know. You would never know that to even to think that. But after seeing this season, I'd be like, okay, I would really w- want to worry about that. That would annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah. Unless they're like married and it's like, whatever, you know, like a Jared and Ashley thing where they're like, they're just here to like do a date or whatever. Anyways, but she finally leaves. I feel so bad for her. I want to give her a big old hug. I think like they've just done her so dirty this season. Yeah, I agree. And then Braden and Taylor leave. Um, Braden has like a pretty good exit interview where he's like, it's it's one of those things where like, it's almost like we're seeing this man grow up in front of our eyes. You know? <laughs> yeah. How old is he? <laughs> 28? Uh, if that. I like he should be past this, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone, you know, evolves at their own speed. Mm-hmm. One episode left. Who's getting engaged? I feel like it has to be Aaron and Eliza. Yeah. John Henry, their little teaser for next week. Yeah. His line of like, my heart says, yeah, do yes, and my mind says no. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not do it. Well, who knows, you know? Oh. <laughs> Leave with the girl, date in the real world, don't do anything crazy. Mm, okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. A chance for what? That he might be the one of the people that ends up getting engaged. Well, I really freaking hope not. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think he's going to do it. Yeah. And the next episode is going to be good. We have a rave that I host. That's fun. Thank you. There is a wedding where I'm the ring bearer. The ring bearer? Yeah, I'm the ring bearer. It's an interesting job for you. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Very <laughs> true. I was also the maid of honor. I had to fix the, the train. I don't know if that'll oh. sh- be on... TV, but I had to do that. So anyways, that's fun. It was the hottest day. They're going to pack quite a bit into an episode, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They're really going to speed through the end here. Okay. And we're not doing an after show. What? Yeah. Wait, do they normally? Yeah, I've done one every single season I've been a part of the show. Oh, huh. Interesting, Interesting. huh? Very. But I guess, you know, they are doing an after show for Golden Batcher, so, you know. Hmm. Anyways. I'm still... So confused by Kylie stopping Blake. Like I, it's it's very strange. Where did this come from? What is happening here? Don't know. What the fuck is happening here? Huh? You just wanted to use that. I did. I got it in there. Uh huh. Okay, real quick. One of my favorite things. Okay. We had an amazing Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving party. Mm-hmm. Right? Everyone got yep. trashed. So I wanted to show everyone my new studio and office. I'm like very proud of it, you know? Yep. So I first I bring the guys up. I'm like, check it out. And so I kind of turn everything on and, you know, I've got the mic set up and headphones set up. And all of a sudden, drunkenly, we start doing a podcast. No. And I, I recorded it. I haven't no. listened to it yet. But how many of you? It was like f- four. It was like four guys. 
And then we had the most fun. Like I, and I was so drunk, and I was like, "What do you think the perfect song is?" And then, I, then I'd play it, you know. And then I'd like do stuff from the board and stuff, and they'd be like, "What are we doing?" Is do-? this like a what podcast is this that you did? It doesn't even like it doesn't exist. I'm just telling you, like huh. it was just like fun. So then we went downstairs, and everyone was like, "That was so much fun." Everyone loved it, you know. And then the girls found out about, it and they were like. We want to do a podcast. And then the girls came up all shitty. And then I was just mixing a fucking podcast for all the girls. So I have the, this these two amazing podcasts. I don't know if anything's ever going to happen with them. I might go listen to them at some point and like slowly release like my favorite parts of that podcast that I recorded drunkenly on Thanksgiving with uh, on this show and like let the wife okay. to hear, you know, hear like my beautiful wife being like, my favorite musical is blah, blah. and uh, <laughs> so great. That sounds great, honestly. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Ours was uh, more of like a friendsgiving, also. Yeah, I think my mother posted the terrible quality group photo that she put like a two thousands filter on from mm-hmm. Instagram. But it was a big, big group of us. A large part of it were like my friends that live in LA that just don't either don't go home, you know, for the holidays or whatnot. And then uh, a handful of like Miley's friends were there and then Dom's kids were there and a couple of my mom's friends. Like it honestly was so fun. We woke up that morning and like Miley had ordered food, like had it like sort of not catered, but like meal prep, I guess, delivered morning of like she had, so we, nobody had to cook. You know what I mean? Okay. I vividly remember her asking for a headcount for Thanksgiving because she was ordering food. And the food comes at 8 a.m. And I wake up to my mom in a panic thinking we don't have enough food. Okay. So my best friend Kirsten, God bless her, and her boyfriend, or her fiance, I'm sorry, ran to the store, bought a bunch of food, came back, and we spent the morning cooking, which is like the opposite of what what we thought Thanksgiving was going to be like. Yeah. all fine because you can't invite a th- like 30 people over and not have enough food. You know, that's the war. Like it's fine to have too much. Everybody can take home leftovers, but to not have enough food is just like terrifying. So cooked on morning and then ended up having so much fucking leftovers. Like I don't, we were like, how did this happen? Like we didn't even make that much food. We had so much leftover. I think we would, we would have been fine with what Miley had ordered. Yeah. But we panicked. As, as one does. I get it. You know? Also, I saw on TikTok, or maybe it was the news because my mom watches that. Um, I saw that, like, it's, like, all over, like, everyone's talking about how, like, now that everyone's on Ozempic, nobody ate on Thanksgiving and everybody had so many leftovers. And I was like, oh, I was like, is everyone on Ozempic? Is that why we no one ate the oh. meals that we made? Maybe everyone's secretly on Ozempic. I'm not, though. Don't worry. I ate a shit ton. Yeah, you don't need to be on Zimpic. You got farm bod. Yeah, farm bod. Also, I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite meal of the year. The mashed potatoes and gravy. I think they might be my favorite. Also, close second, creamed corn. Oh, so freaking good. Apple pie with vanilla ice cream and caramel dribble, drizzled over it. Mm, so mm. good. Bomb. That sounds good. Yeah. What was your favorite dish? I smoked the turkey this year. Oh. Um, that was quite delicious, and I liked that. I made a really good gravy too. Every year I make my broccoli casserole, which is my uh, my Tia's recipe, and it kills. It's always everyone's favorite. I don't make mashed potatoes. I make roasted garlic cauliflower mashed potatoes, and huh. they are fire. I mean, I'm sure they are, but you, but like nothing compares to like mashed potatoes. I agree. Mashed potatoes are really, really good. Did you make them? Did you use a like a ricer? Uh, I don't really make anything. When uh, I say I helped make food, I just you know. I'll like sit around, watch everybody else do it. Mm. Um, I'll like 
put something in the oven for you or grab something from the fridge for you. But like, I really can't be trusted to make anything. Yeah. The thing that I did this year that I am is my new favorite thing are freezer door drinks. Have you heard about this? No, what's that? Okay, so I saw it on TikTok and I was like, oh, this is a pretty good idea. And it really only works with like very, very simple drinks like martinis, Manhattans, old fashions. Mm. I did it for old fashions, right? So you take like, you have your bottle of bourbon, right? Mm-hmm. And you pour out like four ounces of that bourbon and use it to go have a shot or something. And then okay. you put in two ounces of simple syrup and one ounce of the bitters and then you shake it up and you put it in the freezer door. And then it gets really, really cold, so like it doesn't separate. Um, you leave it in the mixer? You leave it in the bottle, that you like in the bourbon bottle. Oh, in the bourbon bottle. Yeah, so you take the bourbon bottle, you pour out four ounces mm-hmm. of bourbon. So there's four ounces okay. less. Then you put in two ounces of simple syrup, and then you I put see. in one ounce of, of bitters, and then you shake that up in the bottle, and you put the bottle in the refrigerator door. And then anytime you want old-fashioned, you don't have to go make it. You just pour it over ice, and it's done. And it's still good? It's pretty freaking fire. Like, it's it's not, it's not like, you know, like a really good old-fashioned that you like see them make it and you're like, oh, that looks pretty good. But it's pretty freaking good, especially if you have Luxardo cherries and then, you know, you get a little bit of an orange rind and you put it all in there. You're like, oh, this tastes pretty amazing. Okay. The only thing, though, is when you get a good old-fashioned, you know how at first it's very, very strong? Mm-hmm. It's, it hasn't been diluted yet from the melting of the ice. And then as right. you drink it, it the bourbon melts the ice and it gets diluted and it becomes less bitter or less strong. And the problem with the freezer door one is it's already cold. So it's never going to like dilute the ice. So you got to kind of make it a little weaker than you normally would, if that makes any sense. Interesting. Okay. Anyways, highly recommend freezer or door Or do drinks. you just leave it strong and get turned? That's, fuck yeah, man. This sounds like my kind of Thanksgiving. Dude, I'm telling I was, you. I was lit on Thanksgiving. Were you? I was lit too. Yeah. Lit. Uh, and the night ended with my buddy Dan playing the piano and then me being like, I can play the guitar. And I went and got the guitar and I was like, let me sing a song. And then uh, I couldn't remember the words. And uh, I was like, <laughs> I don't, I'm too drunk. I can't play, I can't play this song. <laughs> and, uh, and now I have like a, a hangover because I'm embarrassed. Mm. Embarrassment hangover. Those are the worst. You have some faith things, bro. What's happening? Did I tell you I finally started The Crown? No, you said you were thinking about it. And I was like, I think you I can d- start with Princess Die if you want. Yeah, yeah. So I did. I started with season four. Yeah. Um, And I totally, like, it's fine. Like, I feel like there's not too many missing. Like, I can just put, within, like, one episode, I could put together, like, what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, love it. Can't, I really can't believe it's taken me this long to watch this show. I really, it's, like, right on my alley and the acting is phenomenal the girl that plays young diana is so good i love her so much also helen bottom carter yep she's in this season that i started and she's obviously phenomenal this is such a great role for her i feel like she plays so many quirky roles because she's so good at that it's kind of fun to see her in this like classic classic role and she does a really good job it's all great i love it a lot and i do now that i'm in because i'm i'm like at least halfway through season four already i could see myself like finishing out the season the series and then going back and starting at one and watching the first three you should i feel like i could still do that yeah and i think you will like it sarah liked it so Mm -hmm. what is it about american women that love the british royalty I don't know. I like, but it's, here's the 
thing is like I'm I don't really follow today's British royalty. Like I, I don't know anything really except Prince William. Is Prince William when does he get to be king? Is his dad still alive? Like I don't know anything. No, Prince Charles is the king right now. Yeah, that's what I thought. So he's gotta die and then Prince William becomes the king? Yes. Is that the T? Yeah. It's your desire to be princesses that oh, yeah. Cause like I don't guys are like I don't give a fuck about this. What are we doing here? I don't. I care. mean the clothes are always fabulous, you know. Yeah. So like okay. that's great. Also, um, like in the season of the crown, all of the royal women like ride horses, they play polo, they go fox hunting. They're living my freaking dream life over here. They got a stable full of nice horses. Like they have the nice riding clothes. I'm like this is this is where I was meant to be. How do we get you dating a royal? I don't know if it's in the cards for me because like at my like for my age yeah. I should have gone after Prince William, you know. Well, there's got to be like a duke, you I know. That. Yeah. Surely there's a duke that like just We should do some research. We should do some research, but get I you I feel like I would have to pick one younger because at this at, at I'm 36. At 36 all these freaking dukes are are booed up. Maybe your play is that you are the second marriage for this guy. Do, are they allowed to get divorced? I think Charles got divorced and he's king. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. I feel like that would be very frowned upon. I don't know why, but I just feel like it would. Yeah. I'm here for it. But you're right. He did do that. Yeah. Do you remember last week when I was like, so there's this comedian named Matt Reif, like, it's like very handsome. And you were like, he is not handsome. And you got like angry at oh, me. Oh, yeah. There's, oh, yeah. And then you and your mother called me, and your mother was like, <laughs> That is a boy, and I don't like him. He is not cute. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm just saying that, like, people think he's attractive. That's okay, it. but also, since we've talked about him, my TikTok is full of videos, and YFT is sending me videos of, of them talking about all the plastic surgery he's had. Yeah, yeah, I, okay, I just want to know, I want everyone to know that we record this podcast, like, four days before it actually comes out. I am just so proud of myself. I was like on top of, I was like, this is not good comedy. Like he's like kind of being a fucking asshole to all his, his female followers. And then all my TikTok has been like, fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck this guy. He's terrible. Comic. He's got fucking plastic surgery. He's not funny. And I was just like, wow, I really nailed that one. I, I was just saying like, I didn't think the jokes were very funny. <laughs> I mean, listen, nothing's wrong with plastic surgery, no. but I still don't think he's attractive. I don't, it's fine. It's just my, my point of view. But um, yeah, a lot of the wife tears are sending me the, the TikToks about his plastic surgery. And Yeah, they, they've got, you got a new jaw. I mean, you got veneers. You have veneers on right now. I've got, oh yeah, I got a ton of fake shit. What I else mean, is not fake? really, but like, I'm trying, well, not that I have fake stuff, but like my hair color's fake. Yeah, okay. My Every teeth woman. are fake. My yeah. I Botox every four months. Like, I got a little under eye filler going on in my face. Mm. Like, I do some things, you know? Yeah, not me. I'm yeah. just, like, up here trying to keep up with everybody without um, getting too crazy. Have you started watching the Squid Game show? I will not. I don't want to watch that. I didn't even watch the, the normal Squid Game. You didn't watch the normal Squid Game? I tried, and it was too dark. I couldn't do it. Oh, well, Okay. Anyways, I, I tried. I watched like two episodes and I was like, this is not for me. God, you're a wuss. Weakling. Mm. You would not survive the Squid Games. Well, anyways, they've made no, Squid not. Games a real thing. 
and it's on Netflix and Sarah and I started watching it. And so instead of like them actually shooting you and killing you, they put an exploding paintball like in your shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you like if you get shot, like it happens and then it's all these like, you know, they're just regular people, but they have to pretend that they die, which is like the funniest thing in the world. It's like it's like boom. And then they're like, ah. Because uh, <laughs> everyone's like, well, <laughs> I, had to, I had to pretend like I'm dying now. Do you ever, you don't play with kids, but like you've seen people play with kids and sometimes you're playing like cops and robbers or something and this kid shoots you and you're like, oh, you got me. And then you like pretend to die. It's <laughs> like that. Like. But <laughs> it's like that, but it's not cute because you're not playing with kids. But there is a mother-son duo in this show that is just so wholesome and wonderful and I love the mom. She uh, the the mom is like this old lady with like a replaced knee, and she's like, <laughs> there's all these dudes who are like fucking jacked and like put doing push-ups like the entire time, and she's like, she calls them the bros. And there's like the, the she's telling her son she's like fuck them the bros fuck the bros. So there comes a time which like if you win something, you can secretly have someone like killed. Or you so can, is this more of a comedy? It's a reality show. Like, if you make it to the end, you win $5 million or something like that. Interesting. Like, in the in the original one, literally die, and only one no, person. Yeah. And so in this one, you just, you fake die, and then you're off the show or whatnot. So um, you like it? It's good. It's, we, there's a bunch of characters that we like a lot. It's very fun. Okay. I give it a ding-dong. Oh, wow. Okay. A YFTer sent me this, and I feel like we must play it. And when I say a YFTer sent me this, I mean like 45 YFTer sent me this. And this is about the Mormans. <laughs> mm, nice. I'm sorry. This whole show has just turned into us talking, like just being completely enthralled by Mormons. Like, I don't even know if you've seen, like, the videos. There's a guy that goes around BYU, and he'll just, like, interview people, and he's like, what What would you rather have, $5 million or five minutes with Joseph Smith? And everyone's like, five minutes with Joseph Smith. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And then, so that's a, the other thing. They'd be like, have you ever seen a rated R movie? And most of them are like, no. But they have a thing called Angel Vid. Where they put, I've heard of this. What the fuck? It's like it's like rated R movies that they've cut to make it so it's not rated R, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they watch movies that way. And then one of the questions always is like, what's your party drink? And they're always like, high C. It's like lemonade. It's like, ugh. Capri Sun. Yeah, probably not even that. You know they're not allowed to have <laughs> coffee? Too, too much sugar. You know they're not allowed to have coffee? Oh, I wouldn't last one second. That's my whole diet. You can't be a Mormon. Anyways, there's a new wrinkle in the wonderful world of the Mormans. Gazing parties? I'm going to be honest. I am not familiar with this one. I got to do some research. Be right back. All right. Apparently, a gazing party is where members of the opposite sex are at a party and they line up in the room facing each other, (laughs) fully clothed. Then the lights are turned off for a short amount of time to allow everybody to get fully nude. Then they flip the lights on for a few seconds so that you can gaze at the other <laughs> naked bodies in the room. And then lights are turned back off, everyone gets dressed, and that's it. 
It did say this might be a folklore, it might be fairy tale, and it is 100% not condoned by the church. It is just what the youth are doing, just like everything else I've explained. <laughs> oh my god! Wouldn't shock me. I, I want to go pretend to be Mormon for like. No, no, I, you don't. I do. I just. I want to go to some of this shit. You would strip down naked and let people stare. At you. Yeah, I think I would. I like. I, <laughs> I want to experience this, but I want to be like undercover drinking the entire time. Like, like, oh, but how, how could you keep a straight face? <laughs> I, I don't oh. know. Like if I went to a soaking party, I'd be like, let me jump on the bed. <laughs> I'm going to double bounce you. <laughs> I want that. So, and then I want to go to a gazing party and just be in the corner and being like, man, <laughs> Some fucking weird looking dicks in the show. Oh my god. You get kicked out so fast. I'd be so fun though. <laughs> be like, damn, can we get some manscapes in here? What's going on here? <laughs> Anyways, the Mormons are just they're the gift that keeps on giving. I was just about to say that. Yeah. God bless the Mormons. Mm. They keep this podcast alive. They do. They do. We need to have a Mormon on. I would love that. That's, that's love nothing more. It's official. Okay. But we need like a practicing Mormon. Like it, not yeah. someone that got out or grew up in that and then like whatever. I want like someone that practices it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, if, if, so I'm sure someone, like, yeah, I want someone who, yeah, and is like strict. Strict Mormon. And I want, They're never going to come on the spot. <laughs> well, if anyone knows someone that wants to do this. Please DM us. I would love nothing more than to talk to you about your religion. Um, I would love. I would love for you to try to convert me. I feel mm. like I feel like no one tries to get me in their cult or religion. You know, like they're just like fuck. You he want them to? I want someone to try. You know. Okay. Put in an old, the old college try with me, and then I want to. Why don't you go down to the Scientology building? in LA. No, that's what? that one scares me. They'll <laughs> try to convert you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're going to take my money and I don't have a lot of that. <laughs> so no. I want them to come on. I want to ask them all the questions that I want to know like mm -hmm. everything. Um, I want them to try to convert me and mm -hmm. then I want to tell them stories of what I did in college. And be like, you have to listen to this. You you can't angel vid this or whatever it's called. You have to listen to what I did. And then I want I want to hear like they're gonna be like, you're gonna go to hell. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Tell me like exactly what's gonna happen to my soul. I need to know. Yeah. Just in case you guys are right, you might be right. I don't know. They might be. No, they're not. I'm not. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Maybe they are. I don't Come know. Come on. Who knows? Not I. All religions are pretty crazy. I mean, like, so there's Adam and Eve. Here we go. Right? Just, there's Adam and Eve, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. And then they have Cain and Abel? Let's, let's look really, it up. I don't know. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Let's look, this is going to be interesting. So you have Adam and Eve, right? They start. And then they have Cain, Abel, and Seth. Did you know that there was a guy named Seth? Didn't. I didn't know that either. Fascinating. Okay, and so then Cain, so then Cain kills Abel. So then there's just Cain and Seth, right? Okay. And then Cain has Enoch, and Seth has Enos. So were they fucking with each other? Like, we, is it inbred? Are we all inbred? 
Do we start? Uh, it, I mean, do you see what I'm saying? It had to have worked that way. There wasn't like another family. There's only one family. <laughs> Wait, better question. Who did Cain and Seth fuck? Did Cain and Seth fuck Eve? Was Cain the first motherfucker? You're telling me the basis of all of us starts I with- I don't know. With cousin fucking? It had to start somewhere. It had to be cousin fucking, right? <laughs> it had to start somewhere, right? Legitimate question to everyone. Unless aliens were here, maybe. But that's not on the Two. family tree that I just looked at. Well, you know, people love to leave things out in stories, you know? Yeah. I just don't understand. I just don't, under I just don't understand. You had Cain, Abel, and Seth, and then Seth had Enos, then Kiernan, then Machiavellian, then Jared. Jared? Then Enoch and Methuselah, and then I can't read all these. And then Noah, are they all having sex with one another? I just need to know who is having sex with who. All right. I'm sure you could look that up. We just need to have someone that knows what they're talking about come on and be like, this is You're what right, happened. we do. Okay, don't worry we about do. it. Because it's so funny, like, you know, the main thing that, like, really religious people they're like we didn't come from monkeys like we're not if the evolution no that didn't happen but that's less fucking weird than being like we had some cousin fucking that's how it all started you know i don't know what's worse yeah. i kind of like the monkey thing that's not as gross <laughs> oh, no. is this really bad is this very sacrilege everyone that was listening yeah is is not listening anymore I'm not being disrespectful. I'm literally, I'm genuinely asking these questions. Well, let's get someone that can give you some answers. Okay, fine. I feel like you're uncomfortable with this because you were, came with from a more religious family than I did. Yeah, but I don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah, but you got a cross tattooed on like your hand or something. Yeah, I do. See? Yeah. On your finger. But I, don't, I didn't even know there was a Seth. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah. you have all Cain, Abel, Enoch, know. Gary. What? What? Seth? I didn't know. I didn't know Seth was biblical. Uh, I, Jared? Did, I didn't know that my mother, my mother would be very upset with you about this. Really? Can we? Oh, oh my God! Let me come on. Let me come on. Sorry, we're stoned. And she will. You do you want? Do you want your relationship with Tish to end because? She, uh, <laughs> You will be so upset. You'll <laughs> uh, be so upset. Listen. You you are perfection in her eyes, Wells. Do you mm. really want to risk ruining that? No, I don't. You're right. You're right. I didn't think so. Yeah, I can't. I can't have. We can't have that. We cannot have that. I mean, you are you are coming on. Sorry, we're stoned. Actually, soon, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm bringing my so buddy. You, Seth. you could you could think about it, and if you still want to do it, then. Prime opportunity. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Last thing. I'm really, really excited. I haven't started it yet because I'm still working on finishing the book Executed or Extinct. Uh, but up next, Iron Flame. Remember I, remember I was reading that book about people that rode dragons. They went to like a dragon school and then I thought it was a YA thing. Then it turned into like really like hard fucking and very, very descriptive. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Iron Flame mm -hmm. is now out and apparently it is like real dirty. So Ew. I know. And you want to read that? I liked it. It's like oh god, it's like <laughs> poor Sarah. It's it's like Game of Thrones meets <laughs> okay. Harry Potter meets Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey. Interesting. So yeah, that's what I that's what I'm gonna do. Isn't Harry Potter about kids? These are kids. They go to high school. <laughs> that's why I thought it was a YA <laughs> novel. 
And then all of a sudden, okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was like, whoa, this is really graphic, guys. <laughs> it was a different time, you know, oh, no. different time. It was when uh -huh. the dragons ruled the world. So it's fine. Right, right. Yeah. I should have done that whole like question thing with this, the whole religious thing with this, you know? Mm, missed opportunity. So you got Cain, so you got Adam and Eve, and you got Cain, and you got Abel, and then a guy named Seth. And then, <laughs> who's fucking who? Gotta know. Who's fucking who? Should we go out on this? Um, can I plug my upcoming gigs? Yes, but you have to do it with this without, music. Without that music. <laughs> okay. You got, what do you got coming up? Uh, if you want to get Liddy Kitty in New York City, Ooh. I'll be in New York Saturday night. So nice. the, the, tomorrow night, I guess, once this podcast comes out. Um, it's my last New York show of the year. Yeah, so it's a little bittersweet, you know, but hopefully I get to go back and play next year. So we'll see. And then next week, I'm randomly going to play in Indianapolis on Thursday night. I've had a couple people be like, why Thursday night? And they're super bummed because like, we have to work the next day. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's for um, some car racing convention. And they're throwing a party that night at this club called Envy, and they hired me to play. So I'm playing on a Thursday night. Uh, so if you want to call in sick to work the next day and come rage, let's do that. And then, um, and I'll probably never come back to Indianapolis, right? Like, why? Is there a club scene there? I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's just not like a hot spot city on my radar, you know? So I just might be your one and only chance to come rage. That's all I'm saying. Um, and then uh, I'll be in Vegas on the 9th. So next Saturday night and I'm uh, opening for Dylan Francis, which I'm really excited about. Cool. He cracks me up on TikTok and I want to be besties with him and his assistant because they're so funny. Um, and then I just got final details about New Year's Eve. It's going to be in Nashville, which is exciting because I don't have to leave and I can sleep in my own bed. Um, and I'll have details on that soon. Very cool. Uh, I got nothing going I'm on. I'm busy. Booked and busy. That's good. <laughs> good. Can, you, can I have some money? Can you give me some money, please? No. Money, please. No, no. Your um, wife can give you something. That's true. I did see Mainskin's got a new song out, so I thought maybe we'd go on, out on that. Do you like them? I do. You don't like them? Oh, interesting. Not really. What? I'm shocked that you do. That one song was so good. It's fine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, anyways. surprised by this. Why? This is not your kind of music. Really. I love all music. Okay. Gregorian chant. Okay. Italian rock stars. I think they're Italian. All right, Y of Tears, we love you. By the way, I'm I'm sorry if I offended religious anyone religious. I was just asking a question. All the religious people you offended have already stopped listening to this podcast. You think so? Ages ago, I'm pretty sure. I have probably, a feeling. So you it's probably fine. They're also probably thinking that in their mind too. They're like, yeah, now what's going on with that? Seth. 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 Like Seth Meyers? This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.